0: Program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set, we are all sound action. You can be part of the show by calling 392 Talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All
1: right, we are
2: here. It's our last day of the week. It's a Thursday, I know, but no show tomorrow because Jeff will be going kill for somebody yeah who's playing the first game beats me (laughs) you got to learn the pronunciations because i guarantee you whatever team it is got a lot of weird pronunciations so today is our last day so if you want to talk about anything that's going on and believe me there's a lot going on we we said what did i say December is going to be crazy for Florida football. It's day one. We've already seen a guy who was, oh, the future of Florida wide receiving getting a transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And a guy who was the president of Florida receiving turned pro. So, uh, Dejon Reynolds and, and Justin Shorter will not be here next year. And we'll see what happens going forward. Look, this roster is going to be totally different. Than anything we've ever seen, I mean, we're never going we've never seen this kind of a turnover that they're gonna have. They're gonna have it though. Just when I got
3: to know the guys,
2: I know, I know.
3: So that makes it a. I'm surprised different. they
2: didn't stop it just because of that.
3: We'll, we'll see what uh, even. I mean, Ricky Pearsall, he'll obviously, yeah, stay, but be a be a big factor onto uh, what this should become. But no, he was a great guy. He, I I loved dealing with him all year. He was very very nice, cordial, and. A lot of a lot of great things. So,
2: well, Ricky, there's nobody first, left though. The the thing is with Ricky is that he gets to play that slot. So you're kind of a buttonhole in there, you know. In other words, you're not. Nobody's asking you to go deep on every play, you know. Or, mm-hmm. or do so. It, it's kind of a perfect spot for him. So we'll see what happens.
3: That we will, and we will uh, certainly see what happens with uh, a lot of the other things that are going on. We did see what happened with Florida basketball last night. Against a lesser uh, opponent. I could not opponent. find the game anywhere.
2: No? I mean, I, I it's a weird... I don't even want to get into it. It's a weird deal with that ESPN Plus thing. Sometimes it shows up. Sometimes you all of a sudden they try to send you to YouTube and you end up watching a, an old Florida football game. So, uh, But anyway, I, I looked at the numbers. My daughter called me, Kelsey, who's, of course, rowdy reptile, and said they look good. It's weird, the whole... Uh, Reeves thing, though, doesn't play, doesn't play, doesn't play, starter.
3: Yeah, 19 minutes, 8 of 14, shot it well. And how about Trey Bottom the last couple of games? He didn't miss a three last night, 7 for 7.
2: Yeah, he, did, he didn't He did show up against uh, West Virginia, but I don't know. I, I Nobody showed up in that game. I don't no. know what I, – I think they were – and again, I'm just speculating. I don't know anything. I'm guessing that team got tired of being in Portland. Probably, you know, and that can happen to a team that's kind of gotten together for the first time. You hope it bonds them. That's your goal. That's why uh, Tim Walton takes his team to the West Coast every year, mm-hmm. and and kind of you have a week to bond and play big games and stuff. It it makes sense, but it didn't work out for Todd Golden.
3: No, but I think you started to see at least different lineups again and different things that he's trying to to sort all this stuff out. You saw some athleticism. When they got a great you know, it's, athletes. It's Fudge yeah. and Croacy. So
2: And you were without your two probably I don't want to say your two best players, but two of your four best players. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with Lofton out and um blanking out. Who else was that hurt? Injured, not playing in the game? Who was out? That is a normal starter. Why why can't I think of this name? And you can't either. I don't know. Somebody was hurt, All right. O'Reilly
3: kugel wasn't I'm he,
2: still getting to, to learn this team, so yeah
3: no, there's athleticism there for sure, yeah. but
2: it but it is weird when you watch like
3: all of a sudden if you're not paying attention to college basketball, Houston's the number one team in the country, but those dudes play defense like watch a little bit yeah. of that game, and I mean they're pretty amazing it's it's what it is it's athleticism now, and you know I mean you gotta shoot of course too, but He's uh, it's it's fun. I think the bass, like I think they need to shrink the court in soccer or shrink the The field field. in soccer.
2: Yeah, uh, typical American. And then
3: grow the court in basketball. I had court on my mind, so that's why I said that. Speaking of that, you ever go to we need we need to go to Court of Heroes one night because for like older people and they make some good drinks. We'll have a good time.
2: I play pool there. there. Times I've been there a long time though. Um. They do good. I don't even know where it is anymore. Is it still over there in the. Where the old blockbuster used to be and then Hollywood Video? Oh, blockbuster used to be. First of all, there were nine of them here yeah. in this town. I know. Now they're 0.0. Wayne
3: Heizinga, uh, done.
2: What else is there?
3: Um, Metro Diner. Oh, yeah. Right, I know right there in that was, little yeah.
2: plaza. So it's still there. We used to do... We did shows from there. I don't know if it was me and you, but it was definitely me and somebody. definitely wasn't me and you. Might have been me and somebody that was really good you at radio. You and I was <laughs> me.
3: Uh, speaking of really good, I got my hair cut from Randy's, like always. Yeah. I look sexy today, I know. My one Not day really. of the year that I get to, uh, to look good. So well, shout out to Randy. All due,
2: with all due respect, Randy <laughs> does a great job, but you never look sexy.
3: <laughs> but if you... Um, you know, you need your hair cut and looking for something to look snazzy for the holidays. Randy's right there, basically across the street from uh, from Ballyhoo. Not far at all. So but go he's there not
2: and... a miracle worker, just so you know. <laughs>
3: but miracles. I finally, there's a pizza place next door, and I didn't have lunch today. And it's been there for a minute. That's what the, the kids say. Been there for a minute. Yeah. And I never have the time to go in. And I'm just like, I'm... I'm Today, I didn't have lunch, and I'm hungry, and it's named Pepino's, and it was freaking unbelievable. Like, I went in and- Are you and, trying
2: to sell a sponsor? No,
3: but I went in and got a slice, and I was like, man, I'm just I'm, I'm just hungry, and the amount of sausage and cheese they put on it, they threw it in the oven for like three minutes, got a little crispy. It was uh, it was amazing, so sh- shout out to, uh, to Pepino's. And uh, all the great things they do. They deliver. They do all this stuff. I was reading the menu. I was going through it. They've got pasta.
2: It's like, dang. There might be a new stop on the way home. You do know that one of our sponsors is a pizza place, right? Yeah, but it was good. I know. So there are a lot of pizza places, but there's only one Leonardo's. That's correct. I don't want you to get in trouble either.
3: Well, Kyle, Kyle and I are fine. No, you said pizza other, yeah.
2: other places. Yeah. He and I have had long talks about Satchel's. You know, so.
3: I never go to Satchel's. That's on my side of town, too, from the golf course.
1: That's
2: a that's a you problem.
3: That is a me problem.
2: There are a lot of you problems.
3: There's
4: a lot.
2: Going around. I'm surprised I didn't see you at the there. golf course today. It was pretty outside. It was. I had a lot of things to do. I had to get my um, – I had to mail a few things. Winners of the podcast, uh, my daughter's birthday, my oldest daughter. is coming up December 8th week away i had a few things to do yeah just leave it at that okay
3: and speaking of winners we've got to give a shout oh, out i had to give blood too i, oh. had, to
2: give, I had to do blood test, do you even so.
3: know what your blood type is
2: no i just give blood and then they i don't either the day before they uh i get my uh every six month physical okay there you go let's get
1: physical physical
3: um, speaking of, uh, winners, shout out to Rob, our winner of the football season picks contest. Wow! now Pat and I didn't win because there was a couple of weeks we didn't enter. Well, it wouldn't scores. have mattered with me. I can tell you yeah, that you were, you I were back. I was fifth for a while and then I went two weeks without entering scores cause I forgot on road trips.
2: So you think you could have gotten from fifth I, to first? I, I
3: think I, I was only five behind when I, uh forgot to to enter pick so i would have been close i don't think so. but shout out to rob and uh, thanks again to to our friends at, at burkhart budweiser all the uh, the great stuff uh, rob's gonna have himself a pretty snazzy prize pack when it's all said and done a lot of goodies and different things going on but that's that's really hard to do when you sit there and consistently make picks and we know that there's so many upsets and all the things that we talk about and you, you think you know what's going to happen, but more often than not, it doesn't happen. So to have that consistency, Rob, shout out, buddy. Big uh, big timer right there, and we'll uh, we'll get you all your goodies. All right, we need a break, so we're going to do that. We'll come back, and we will uh, get after it. 392-8255, the number. Let's call and chat here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. No on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Heineman. Suspended Gators quarterback Jalen Kitna has made his first court appearance this morning on accusations of distributing child pornography. His bail has been set at $80,000. Part of his bond includes no internet access and no unsupervised contact with people under the age of 18. Florida Gators wide receiver Justin Shorter has announced that he will not be playing in the bowl game and will instead declare for the 2023 NFL Draft shorter's 577 receiving yards are second on the team despite his injury struggles throughout the season. Tonight marks the start of week 13 in the NFL. Two AFC East teams will be going at it with playoff ramifications on the line as the 6 and 5 New England Patriots host the 8 and 3 Buffalo Bills. Coverage begins right here at 7:30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Heineman. ESPN 98.1
0: FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles,
6: memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the
3: website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet
6: stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation. And as always, go Gators!
5: What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas
7: toast. Try one half price in the app.
3: Ow, this is a good debate.
7: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
3: Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida.
8: We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident.
3: Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, meldenlaw.com.
0: Friday on ESPN Radio, it's the Pac-12 Championship Game as he sits alone at the top of the Pac-12 and is one win from the college football playoff. They'll face Utah, the only team to knock off the Trojans this season. The Utes, the Trojans. Coverage begins following Gators
9: volleyball Friday night at 8.30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM,
5: 8.50 AM W R U S.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
2: All right, we are back here on the tailgate. It is 418 in the AM or the PM right here on WRUF. Coming up for you next. Blondie. I'm trying to think of somebody.
3: That would have been back then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Well, I mean, maybe everybody's talked out about the... Uh, quarterback position here, but gosh, you, you, you're you sitting here and you wonder with all the news again, more stuff happening today. Is there anybody left to, to play well, in the bowl well, game? Well,
2: here's the other thing I would ask you. It's like um, it's almost at the point where Florida should go, yeah, we want those 15 practices, but we don't want to actually play in the game. It's it's just going to be embarrassing because I mean, all of these guys are bolting, which we knew was going to happen. We knew the roster would get purged. We knew Guys are going to leave who knew they weren't part of the. Uh, and again, don't forget, like Justin Shorter came here, and 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 when he came here, they did develop him. And I I give Dan Mullen and Billy Gonzalez credit for developing him into a good receiver. I, I when he first came here, I went, this guy can't play a lick. He's not fast. He can't. Next thing you know, he's running deep patterns for touchdowns, and he did it with under Billy Napier. So. But I think he's just ready to move on. You know, you get to a point where you go, I might as well try it and see what's going to happen. You know, uh, there's a lot of guys that, are, that tend to be like that. But uh, I,
3: I do think Shorter got better this year. Early on, yeah. there was some interceptions. There was things that happened where he didn't do a good job he's as a, a wide receiver. a way better
2: player this year than he was yeah. last year. He yeah. just
3: he didn't put his body in the right spots, and he's huge. Like, if you look and stand next to just Justin Shorter – I mean, you might think he's a tight end. Like he's that size. You stand
2: next to Anthony Richardson, you'd think he's yeah. you know, it's the same thing. No, I mean they're they are But that's big. not that's not enough. You've got no, to No, you have to
3: obviously I don't have some do you skill. see
2: him being a uh NFL player? No. no. Maybe if they if they if he was on the right team and they put him in that kind of flex storing type position, you know what I mean? Where you're not really a wide receiver, but you're kind not really a tight end. Maybe then I don't know. They, I don't think NFL has room for those guys. But he's—I mean, he—he he did really well here. But I mean, there's a lot of guys like like Dejan Reynolds. You're like, okay, this is the next great receiver Florida. Next game they don't play him at all. I mean, they—they they actually forced him the ball a couple times just to get him the ball. Remember that. A mm-hmm. couple of wide receiver screens. He kind of went in that Xavier Henderson role. I mean, that's that's going to be the big question is it's not just who the quarterback's going to be next year, and we have no idea. We know who it's not going to be. That's what we know. We don't know who it's going to be, but who is he going to throw to? We know the tailbacks are going to be good.
1: Mm-hmm. But who offensive is he, line, offensive who's line should
2: be good. Who is he going to throw to? Who is he, And who's going to be a tight end that's going to be a factor on this team? Tight you know, you end Zipper coach. and
3: Odom still.
2: Zipper, who didn't play, what, the last four or five games? Yeah. But, I mean, I think he's talented. I don't know if either one of those guys is really a difference maker, though. When you look across the line and you see uh, – Eric Gilbert's like the third best tight end at Georgia, okay? He'd start here. That's that's what you've got to figure out. you got to get better in, at every every spot in that way. Because think about it. Brock Bauer is maybe the best tight end in America. Darnell Washington's a beast. Beast. And then Eric Gilbert, eh, they'll stick him in there every yeah, once in a while. Why the heck did the he even go there? I don't know. That was the weirdest part. He's a weird dude. He couldn't get in here. There was questions about grades and everything. But it, it wasn't it's that he made bad grades. He didn't. He had not accumulated enough to come to Florida. And they kind of shoved him. What I was told, they kind of said, well, we can't take you. And instead, he went to Georgia. where he, they, We'll take you. You just can't play this year. And, they, and he decided to do that. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm making it up. That's
3: where he's from. So it makes more sense if that's the case.
2: But why, wouldn't he, why would not he have gone to two other places before he went to Georgia? That's the weird part. But that is recruiting, Jeff. Jeffrey Cardozo, as you know. A lot of stories out there. Can't believe them all. Can't even believe a third of
3: them. Can you believe that uh, people
2: are trying to get Dan Mullen to be the offensive coordinator at their colleges? I believe they're trying. I believe that... People are going to throw it out there. In fact, I was telling Jeff during the break that Mullen was actually trending higher than uh, Jalen Kitna, which was I didn't think it was possible at this point, but it it, it was. And uh, it's all about um, you know people. They're dreaming a little bit. I don't think he wants to be an offensive coordinator in college. I don't. You never know though with him. He's still been He's a, then he's a different guy. No, you don't. No, how much did Todd Grantham recruit? You don't have to recruit well. You have to be the guy that's a face of the offense, and you have to be able to go out and occasionally to a guy's house. But a lot of times, it's going to be they're going to bring him to you, and you're going to say, "Here's what we got. Here's here's the video I'm going to show you of what we're going to do with you." You know, um, Spurrier was famous for having these uh, touchdown videos where he would bring in a guy and say, here's here's what we've done in the last four years. And they would show like 48 pe- touchdown passes. And they would go, I don't want to do that. I want to play play for you. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. All
3: right, we will. All right. Back to the phones we go. Let's get uh, William to join us next.
10: William, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you doing? So two questions. Do so you guys think it will win the Heisman? And do you think it's pretty much sealed? And do you think the
11: U.S. has
2: has a chance against the Netherlands on Saturday. Um well the Heisman part of it I I I again I finally got my voting straightened out. Uh oh, That's good. But um I'm waiting till after this game. If if for I I would lean towards Caleb Williams. But I'm telling you if, he, if they go out there and he does not play well and they get beat and they get knocked out of the uh playoffs, I think are going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to vote for him. I don't like, if you're just asking me who I think should get it, I would probably lean his way. I've been leaning that way for a while now. Uh, but Max Duggan's a guy that if he has a big game on Saturday, could steal it away from him. Yeah, it's,
3: it's just weird because you don't even you hear his name really all year.
2: But you, how many games have you watched with Caleb Williams this year? Two. Okay, two. Yeah. Luckily, you don't have a vote. I've watched a lot of him. Okay. He's been good. He's been bad. He's been. He's. I think he's. But he also
3: turned that entire team around.
2: The coaching had a little bit, and the fact they had twenty well, still, portal, yeah, guys.
3: But yeah, I mean, it's not going to be Stetson Bennett. I mean, Michael Penix, I thought, had a great year going he to did. Washington. He was legit. Um, I mean, CJ Stroud's probably out of it, even though he had a pretty decent game. In the loss, but again, yeah, the I, loss. I've
2: got a. I've been to watch these last games, and I'm gonna sit down Sunday morning and figure out exactly what I want to go. I don't want to ever say who I'm voting for for sure because I I, I believe in the full season.
1: Yeah,
3: I, uh, I mean soccer's weird. The the U.S. has been great defensively, so continue to do that, and you got a chance. I mean, they haven't given up a goal yet, right? In normal time. So keep that up. Get lucky one or two times, score a goal or two, and I, I think they'll be all right. It's a, there's a little something to what they're doing right now. It's been fun to watch.
2: I go back to the Seinfeld episode where they were trying to figure out whether the Dutch were from the Netherlands or from, or from Sweden. I mean, they were, they were having a hard time with it. All right, William, anything else?
10: And do you guys think Hooker going to be invited to New York?
2: Uh, no. I don't think so. Uh, I would say this. I I I would not rule out me voting for him third on my ballot. Doesn't mean anybody else will. He did nothing wrong. He just was on a team with no defense. Yeah. And and then he got hurt, obviously, in the last game. So, um, I I I'm leaning kind of towards putting Hooker on my ballot okay. somewhere. There you go, William. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's wasn't he the? I mean, he was for a while dominant player for a while there. Yeah. And it wasn't like he did anything wrong against South Carolina. Like, he scored thirty-eight in that game, right? Yeah, but like, then he's not the defensive coordinator.
3: I understand, but how many Heisman winners have gotten hurt?
2: Not any, <laughs> right? So that's how That's, that's how just, Tebow won, won. It's just unfortunate. Tebow would have won the third his junior year if he didn't win his sophomore year. This is my theory, okay? Yeah, I agree with it. He wins his sophomore year because uh, Dixon got hurt, the mm-hmm. quarterback at Oregon, and he who was going to win? Dennis Dixon was going to win the Heisman. But he got hurt like three games ago. Tebow had that unbelievable game against South Carolina. The next year... They wanted to go with somebody different, as they always do. He got more first-place votes than anybody, did not win the Heisman. I know. But it would have been – either way, he'd have won a a Heisman. He's one going to win two.
3: Agreed. John
2: is next. Johnny, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing, guys?
3: Good.
4: Hey, I guess, Pat, or uh, Jeff, y'all didn't – you are talking about Gilbert from um, Georgia. I guess there was an article out today talking about it not looking good for his Georgia career. Like, he's he's really not doing – doing what they want up there then. And don't be surprised if you don't see him, you know, wash on out of the system at Georgia also.
2: There's something about that kid. That's a shame. I don't know him, so it's hard for me to comment. But it's just been a lot of, uh, yeah. I mean, it it felt like this was a great NFL player, and now you don't know if he's even going to get drafted.
4: Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, as far as the guys (laughs) leaving and going, you know, you know, jumping ship or deciding they need to move on and go somewhere else. It, it's not surprising. It is going to be kind of surprising if we have enough players to, you know, to field a team for the bowl coming up. Uh, but I guess they'll have to, you know, worry about that at that time. But, you uh, know, it would be nice to start seeing here in another week I'll start naming some guys coming in from the portal or a place we've got leaving so at least we've got a positive spin on the revolving door.
2: Well, isn't it Monday when it um opens up uh the the portal officially so um yeah, I mean, look, this is not gonna be a good bowl game for florida they're they're gonna be in a bad situation in terms of personnel guys are gonna leave guys this this is not the end of it uh certainly by any stretch,
1: but
3: I mean, the good news is you still have a lot of young players that. Will benefit from the practice yes, and being exactly. out there for a game, and I think that's why you, you saw to have, a lot of these young yeah. guys step up towards the tail end of the year. And I, they'll play hard; they just may not have as much talent as whoever they're going to play on the other
2: side. Well, and the story I've gotten is that Florida really wanted the uh, Vegas Bowl because that would inspire players to come back. But and then they're jumping already, so they—I don't know if they know they're going to Birmingham, which be, would be enough reason to jump yeah. or. Or they just go. I mean, get it started now.
4: Yeah, I mean, another uh, question is: Is Jake Miller available to play? Because it's looking like if Richardson decides that he's moving on, I mean, who who would be our quarterback for the for the bowl game?
2: Well, it'd be Jake Miller or Kyle Engel. You know, who's a walk-on uh, who they like a lot. But I, I, as I've said all week, I don't think the starting quarterback for next year's Florida football team is on campus right now.
4: Yeah, and as far as I mean, you know these some of these other, you know, I think a lot of these guys that are leaving are, you know, guys that they, they weren't gonna play in You know, they've been here for a good little while. They weren't, gonna, they they knew they weren't gonna be in the mix much next year. So, you know, they're they're going on to see if they can get a, you know, get a shot at a small school and you know, because they they knew they weren't gonna be a part of what was going on after after this season anyway.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, you never know exactly what's going on, but um, there certainly are Guy, I mean, I would think, like like you take a Dejon Reynolds, who had that unbelievable game, right? Catching everything. I mean, it was unbelievable, the game he had. Next game he plays, can't catch anything. They don't throw him the ball. They he, He's kind of been, because guys are back, he kind of gets... Pushed to the back. And I'm sure he went, eh, this is what you think of me, and I'm out of here. I don't know.
3: Yeah, but he only threw – Richards only threw completed five passes in the f- first <coughs> half of that game. <laughs> and then he missed on, like, 17 in a row. So, I mean, look at that one but game. But they weren't to him. Yeah.
2: I mean, they weren't They weren't targeting him. Right, you can't
3: get butt hurt after one game.
2: Well, is he, he, is he uh, been, there was is he a, a bunch of games before that.
3: He is.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, if uh, he – if that's the reason, I mean, if he's if his feelings are hurt that much because he had a good game and then the following week, like, hey, you know, I, I'm just starting to get my feel for things. If he if his feelings are hurt that much, he's better off going somewhere anyway.
3: Agreed. Yep.
4: I mean, you know, because I mean, if he's like, all right, I had a good game, but I haven't done anything up to that game, and then if his feelings are hurt and he don't, you know, then he, you know, he obviously don't want to put in the effort to work for the following. Yeah. Season no, think, that's.
2: Look, there, there is going to be a – it's it's going to be a, a purge slash um, – I don't know, what's the other word when people just des- – desertion, I guess. And they're going to be – a. I mean, this is going to be a totally different roster. They're going to bring yeah. in a yeah. lot of transfer portal. They're going to bring in a lot of recruits that can go over 25. So it's going to be a totally different roster. And, and to be honest with you – I don't think Florida's going to be that great next year because, A, the schedule, and, B, it's going to be a whole new team. So, I mean, it's going to be year three when they I think they finally get to that point. It's not going to be an Urban Meyer transition where he walked in or, an, or a Steve Spurrier one where they both walked in to a loaded lineup and just had to figure – they had to coach it. They weren't getting coached properly, and they had to coach it.
4: Yeah, yeah i have uh, i read your article earlier today uh, pat about the uh, transfer portal and how you know some teams went hard at it and, and coach napier kind of like let me see what he what i've got i wonder if he could you know step back in time if he would have went more you know went into the transfer portal more for this season as opposed to not going at it hard and and you know after what's happened this year
3: defensively I, for sure. I
2: think there are two coaches that wish they had the last year over for the transfer portal and that would be Billy Napier and Kevin O'Sullivan. Cuz Kevin told me that. He said I I didn't I didn't see the impact of this. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. So, yeah, now he's certainly taking advantage of it this year. But yeah, I I think I think Billy really kind of wanted to see what he had and and figure out, "Hey, these are four-star guys." Well, I, I think they can play, maybe. Well, now you know they can. not So, you have to move on. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right. And I have one last thing, yeah. and I'll hang up. I asked y'all earlier this week what you thought the over and under on transfer points was. It was 15, and y'all were like, ah, maybe after this week, has it changed to where maybe we go over 20?
3: <laughs> it's just, that's a lot. It's just it's really hard to see that yeah, much, especially with a like, big for class that's coming in freshman-wise.
2: Going pro, and he's – use up his eligibility. So you can't count that. You can't count anybody who can go pro or even as, you know, a, uh, a fifth year senior, you know, I wouldn't count those guys. I would count guys that are choosing to leave because they uh, just don't want to be here. And again, you can't count Brent Cox. You can't count DeWan Black. You can't count Kamari Wilkinson. They all left on, you know, they were told to leave or left on their own. So,
4: uh, anyway, well, guys, enjoy the show. And regardless, you know, we just got to keep you know, keep chopping wood and keep working the boards getting yep. better.
2: That, All right, John, appreciate absolutely. it. Right. Dead right.
3: All right, we need a break, so we'll knock that out. And come back and keep it rolling. You're listening to The
0: Tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit QualityPlumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
3: Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace from mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks jewelry so stop in today right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're gonna be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
6: Clear skies and pleasant temperatures through this evening. Friday starts clear and cool in the 50s. Then sunshine and 70s in the afternoon. Saturday, patchy morning fog is possible. Then sunny with highs around 80. On Sunday, a mix of clouds and sunshine along with isolated afternoon showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
0: G. Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Are you cool with Luca saying Giannis is the best player in the world? At the end of the day, I'm never giving somebody credit for being the best player in the world.
4: I'm
6: not
9: doing it as a player. As a fan of the game, sure. But as a player who's competing,
8: I'm not saying out loud to any news publication that anybody's better than me. I don't want you to ever think you have an advantage on me. P,
0: J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to E.
3: All right, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you. Jose producing today. Appreciate his efforts and everybody that's calling on our Titan MRI hotline. Pat's boy, who he doesn't think should be the number one pick. Will Levis
2: yeah.
3: was no. uh number
2: one pick. How about the number ten pick I don't think he should be?
3: Well, stat came out today from Pro Football. He did focus. turn pro today. Yes said that his 1,030 passing yards against the Blitz this season was the best against uh, or over any other SEC quarterback.
2: because he got Blitz on every play because they couldn't protect him. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I I will be – I will. hey, I will come on this show if I'm still alive when he makes it big and becomes a a great quarterback and go, I was wrong about Will Levis. I think he's a – Physically talented guy, but I I know a physically talented guy who doesn't live far from here, <laughs> and he's I, again I don't think he's going to be a good pro either.
3: And some interesting coaching news if you did not hear yesterday, Trent Dilfer became a yeah. uh, college football God coach belief. at UAB. He was doing good things in high school, and then how about this one? Tom Herman hired today at FAU. Yeah, uh, You're
2: pretty. He was decent. He was not a bad coach, but he, I don't know, he ticked people off. Yeah. He has a real, and again, he and Urban had a few when he was at uh, Ohio State. Mm -hmm. He's got a way of doing that, and I mean, I guess maybe you go to a place like that and you kind of rebuild your reputation and everything. That's what Lane Kiffin did. Lane Kiffin was, nobody wanted him, you know, and then he goes to, uh, you know, after USC, and then he goes to Alabama and kinda of does his rehab, or it's the the rehab house and you know, he can't he can't watch any games while he's there, you know, he's gotta sit there and yeah. just do it. And then he goes to FAU and does well enough. He wasn't a great coach at FAU, but he did well enough to to get another chance and now he's made the most of it. He's doing great. Doing great at all most.
3: Speaking about uh, doing great, the cattleman joins us next. What's up, Mikey?
11: Hey guys, um, right on time sounds like I was had a little coaching carousel. Maybe a Heisman thought question for Pat on the way out the door. Okay, hey um, Pat, you might want to check your Wikipedia. Kiffin knocked it out of the park at FAU. I think he won the uh, conference two out of three years he was there.
3: He was good there.
2: He was okay. And, and, and it and wasn't like they were it. beat. They were beating the great teams. I, 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 I I'm not going to give you that.
11: What well, do you mean he wasn't beating the great teams? He was at FAU.
2: That's right.
11: He won the conference. Two out of three years he was there, totally built the program. And the year he – I think he had a crazy six and seven in there with uh, Devin Motor Singletary, who's in the NFL now. And I think two or three kickers stuck like 50-yard field goals on him on his offseason.
2: Well, so I, the... that, that's all coaching. You know, no, you, no, 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 no. If I you allow that to, that to happen I, I, no, to no, no, you. No,
11: no. no, I believe I believe in his off year when all those dudes down there got the big head, um, a freshman kicker stuck a 50-yard a field goal on him but he won the conference two out of three years he was at fau i know you're a kiffin hater pat
2: i'm not a kiffin a hell- hater i love lane kiffin i well, do
11: well, I'm, just, I'm just well i'm just correcting the record he did a hell of, he won the conference two out of three years he was at fau
2: well he's lost he won lost more games at fau than he's lost at ole miss how about that
11: i have no idea what your point is there hey but, guys i'm coaching carousel um looks like all the big jobs have been picked over here any update on usf Nope, still nothing. They,
2: well, they keep talking about um, God. Who is it that is going to take that job? But it hadn't happened. I, I'm blanking out on it.
11: Well, um, we heard the Gruden, Gruden rumors. No, the it's not really Gruden. Okay, and then uh, we heard about Jamie Chadwell. And yeah, Chadwell
2: crazy. was is. What, what? Where is that? You You know well, more I than me. You, you watch these uh, sites, so.
11: Right, right. Well, I'm calling you guys. Y'all are down there. You got the sources, Pat. We That's don't care.
2: We we don't care who their are is. Well,
11: here's here's where you might care. Let's, okay, going forward here, most of the big jobs are picked over now, regardless of what you think about what Stanford and um, uh, Colorado, to, uh Pac 12 jobs are still open.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. What then, whatever happened team, with Dion with that whole thing? I'm not going to go to Colorado. you he, would be an idiot to do yeah. that. Yeah. There's no way.
11: Yeah. But, um, you know, you know, with the playoffs getting expanded, maybe the uh, Pac-12 gets a little more um, sexy. And that kind of leads me to my last question, one the thing, and I'm clear, guys. I'm hearing Dan Mullen's name a lot today. I'm assuming Herb's got too big of a head for Cincinnati. But um, Cincinnati's open. Um, and Mullen, I can't, you're here in South Carolina trying to talk to him about a coordinator job. I can't see Mullen being a coordinator. Do you all think Mullen gets a job this cycle?
2: I don't think he wants a job. I don't think he wants to be an offensive coordinator in college, but I I may be wrong. I mean, I've been wrong before. Urban, I like I've told you before. I think Urban told me to my face, "I'm done. I'm not, not coaching anymore." But you never know. When he, all of a sudden he comes back. Uh but I don't think well, I don't see the point of for Dan Mullen to be an offensive coordinator, you yeah. know, at at a, at a school where he's going to make about his salary at ESPN.
11: Well, one year out, you're just a regular coach on TV. Two years out, you're Rick Neuheisel. So I would think, he, you know, if one of these second-tier jobs, you know, we see got Gus Malzahn there at I'm UCF. I'm sure the XFL
2: would have him. He I mean, Gus that.
11: Malzahn there at UCF, but i just just kind of curious if y'all hear anything on uh, Mullen getting one of these maybe second-tier jobs. Hell, man, Stanford, why don't you hire Mullen?
2: Yeah, Stanford is a weird situation because you can't recruit well there. You got to you got to get guys and develop them. You know, McCaffrey is a good example, mm-hmm. but David Shaw just kind of got to a point where the between the transfer portal, between all the stuff that's going on in college football, he just he said, eh, I've done enough. I've and he did a great job there. Um, hey guys, last
11: question. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know who
2: it'll be. I don't know wh- where they're gonna go. It's gonna be interesting. I think I got the impression, Jeff, and maybe you saw this too, that they got caught by surprise by that. They weren't expecting that. That came out of nowhere.
11: Hey, last question, guys. Heisman, um, Blake Corum, the Michigan tailback, Michigan had the big win last week. Did What was, what was his stat line like? Did he get 100 yards last week?
2: He got an, almost no yards. He was hurt, and he's, he's now out for the year. So Okay, okay. He's, he's well, out of it, the mix.
11: Weird Heisman year, obviously an offensive award. Some of these morons vote for defensive players some years, but it's, it's turned into a quarterback award. But I want to draw y'all's attention to wide receivers, guys. When's the last time a wide receiver won the Heisman?
2: Uh, the great, um, uh, what's his name, two years ago. What was I, I, I'm blanking on his name, the, from Alabama. Oh, I? yeah,
11: the, the Alabama dude. Yeah. yeah,
2: okay, that's right.
11: Well, anyway, uh, Marvin. Devontae Harris, Smith. You... God,
2: I can't believe I broke yeah, okay. that on him.
11: Okay. Okay, Marvin that's what happens Harrison,
2: when you get yeah, old, man,
11: yeah, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. with the sexy name, but um, looking like my guy um uh' is gonna win the uh, Bolitnikoff, and um, why not whoa, vote whoa, for whoa, whoa. this year?
2: How do you know who's gonna win the Bolitnikoff? I'm a voter on the Bolitnikoff, so how well, do you know that's who that's I good. voted for?
11: Everything you hear, Jalen Hos hell on wheels, he can run like a four two why didn't Jay, it's amazing how these schools push certain dudes, and you don't hear about other guys. Why aren't we hearing anything about Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jalen Hyatt? And yes, Pat Hyatt's going to win the Blitnikoff, and y'all hang in there.
2: I uh, I had Jalen Hyatt third on my ballot for the Blitnikoff. uh um, you. I mean, in the end, it's just. I mean, how again? If there were, if it was a group of a hundred guys. Watch college football all the time and sat around and discussed this and came up with things. Would they be on the ballot? Maybe, maybe. But wide receivers are still just a small part of the game. They are, if they on a good day, they get five catches. On a good day, the quarterbacks touch the ball on every play, and that's where the attention is going to go. It's going to be. It's totally. a Sometimes it's a running back race. Sometimes it's like like Mark Ingram won out of nowhere. Nobody thought he was going to win it, mm-hmm. and then he had that big game against Florida. And went well. They're the best team. Let's give it to him.
3: Yeah, no, it's it's rare, but Devontae had such a good year a couple of years ago and yeah. made such a big impact that yeah, overtook Trask. Who yeah, I'm was trying to th- favor to win it. I think for a while,
2: like I can tell you who's on my ballot right now, and that and that would be Williams, obviously Duggan. Uh, Hinden Hooker's on my ballot. There's about two or three other guys. Okay. But it's, I can tell you, Jalen is not one of them.
3: All right, we need our final break of the hour, so we'll knock that out, come back, and wrap things up. But we're here all the way until 6 today. How about that? You're listening to The Tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN
5: 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Heineman. Suspended Gators quarterback Jalen Kitna made his first court appearance this morning on accusations of distributing child pornography. His bail was set at $80,000 and it was announced less than an hour ago that he will be released today on bond. Florida Gators wide receiver Justin Shorter has announced that he will not be playing in the bowl game and will instead declare for the 2023 NFL Draft. Shorter was the second leading receiver on the team this year despite struggling with injuries. Week 13 begins tonight in the NFL. Two AFC East teams with winning records will be going at it with playoff ramifications on the line as the New England Patriots host the Buffalo Bills. Coverage begins right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Steve Heineman.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
3: big mills is a small place with a big taste
6: don't let talk of higher prices and higher interest rates put a damper on your holiday at international diamond center we've got the price relief you deserve and zero percent interest financing for five whole years That's right. Now through December 12th, you can spread your payments over five years with zero finance charges. It's our gift to you, so you can make the most of this special time this year. How about a $5,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $85 a month? You can even finance the sales tax. Or you can take advantage of special discounts on cases of diamond and gold fashion jewelry. 20% instant savings. Or for the ultimate in value, check out owner Keith LeClaire's signature specials. Exquisite jewelry marked down an amazing 40%. Rings, earrings, bands, and bracelets. Make it a Christmas to remember with something special, something timeless, and something meaningful. From International Diamond Center. Get instant savings or five years zero interest financing now through December 12th. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust
3: Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net.
0: ESPN Radio. It's the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game. Undefeated TCU heads to Arlington, Texas, one win from the college football playoff. They'll face Kansas State, who's looking for their fourth-ever league title.
5: The Wildcats, the Horn Frogs. Coverage begins Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 a.m. WRUF. We're
0: proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
2: London is calling. You're excited about t- Tuesday. I know that. No, Saturday. Yeah. I was trying to think when, when the soccer team was playing. Again. They're playing Saturday, right? Like at, in yep. the morning?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're excited? Sure. You're going to watch it? Probably not. You Are you going to watch... Let me ask you this, because I, I don't even know my answer. Are you going to watch any college football Saturday? Yeah. What are you going to watch?
3: Championship games? Which one? But how are you saying that you're not going to watch any I, of I that? Just,
2: I just, I, I'm kind of out of it. I'm kind No, of you're not.
3: You're so full of crap.
2: No, I think I may just go this, play This is the something.
3: same guy that watches...
2: That's the, the thing. first game of the I year wear myself out. I wear myself out during college football season. When it gets to the last day, if Karen goes, hey, you know, there's a Bat Fest, another Bat Fest. You'll be there. I'll say, yeah, let's go. Uh, it's fine with me. I, I, I've I've seen every, I, I pretty much know what's going to happen in these games, right?
3: Yeah. You say that and you'll still sit there and watch it. Tony, what's up? Welcome.
13: How are you doing, fellas? Good, man good um you know i'm starting to wonder is college football is going to turn into like college basketball in a couple years where the interest is only going to be because of the, the, the playoffs uh because most fans are not going to be able to to kind of relate or resonate to with the team's rosters are they constantly switching over
2: yeah or, or really like the nfl you know um which is what the NFL's become, where you have, you know, and and the the great Jerry Seinfeld line is, you root for the laundry, and that's all you care about. You know, you root for, you're going to be a Gator fan, and whatever players they brought, in, bring in, even if they brought in, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Bowden's long lost grandson to play quarterback. If he was good, all right, great, we love him. no nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> So it's just the way it is. I mean, it's the way this world is going and it's the way this sports world's going. It's certainly the way college football's going, where you just have to you have to buckle up and wait for the start of next football season. And you know, the interesting thing, Tony, I was thinking about this coming in. Like not only do I not know what the roster is gonna look like for next year, when the roster is established for next year and they get Ready to start the season? We're just going to be all guessing. We're all going to be guessing as to what this team's going to be, and that feels like what it is, unless you're at a place where you've been able to establish things over a long. You know, Alabama will be good. You know, Ohio State will be good. You know, Michigan's going to be good. You know, Georgia's going to be good. You know all those things, and I that's part of the problem with college football is it's become we all, there's only a few teams we know what they're going to be.
13: Gotcha. And then at the other point, I was wondering, I put myself in the, the minds of a 19 year old, 20 year old kid. Um, I decided to leave my school and transfer to another school. Um, I think I'm transferring to go there either to compete or to win or start a starting position. However, when I get there and I realize, you know, I'm not playing, I'm not starting, you know, and I'm like, okay, do so this create an issue? With
2: teams, or oh yeah, it's constant. I mean, it's a constant. It is. It is getting harder and harder and harder for a, a college football coach to keep his roster together because he's constantly having to deal with. Well, yeah,
3: I, yeah. The hard part is you're not keeping people happy. Yeah, and you're, you're not going to start me. I'll, I'll go somewhere. So yeah. everybody's really messed it all up. There's not a lot that stick it out anymore. It's certainly become difficult. But again. If we're seeing this mass exodus of people, then guess what? You're not going to have a spot potentially. A lot, of a lot of people think they can go somewhere, but they can't. Like I, I Tony, said, thank you. we got to hit the top of the hour. Half
2: of the transfer portal people never landed yeah. anywhere last year.
3: That is true. Right. Also true. We'll be back for a whole other hour right after this.
0: W.R.U.F. Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM You spoke, W-R-U-F. we listened
12: You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever Your schedule doesn't have time For five hours in a car dealership Work, kids, soccer practice Grocery runs, jury duty Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how ghettos has got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
5: Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be
6: happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee
5: really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful.
6: But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation.
9: Call QC Kinetics, 352 400 That's 352 400 In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352 400 Since 1971,
3: Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6.
8: You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala and Lake City, meldenlaw.com at
10: Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save. At RadiantCU.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA.
12: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff
0: Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
2: Hey, that's
3: us. Welcome. Second hour. Happy you have uh, decided to find us here on the tailgate. Jose producing today and a lot to continue to talk about. Again, no show tomorrow because volleyball.
2: Because of you, yes, you're the problem, Jeff. The problem. What well, you have to do, you have to be there to go kill. Who's it? Do you know now yet? Who's game? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who the
3: Gators play. They play Ford A and M.
2: But who plays in the other game? No idea. All right, you going to prep that tonight? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I will do my job. You make me laugh. Just fine. You will do great. I mean, we all know.
3: It's the way it is.
2: There's part of me that wants to go, but I mean, the I you know me. I'm a jinx.
3: Yeah. We want you to stay away.
2: Uh, yeah, I went to the Kentucky game. They lose. So... <clears throat>
3: in straight sets. Ryan Presley just announced that he will play for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. He was a closer for the Astros. <laughs> if you ever heard of
1: him? <laughs> it's good.
2: They'll have a good closer. I didn't know who he was.
3: was a so. closer for the Astros.
2: Didn't they win the World Series? They did. Yeah. I Braves lost. beat him last year, I though. I lost interest from the Braves guys. So the
3: Braves could beat him, the Phillies couldn't.
2: Yeah, but the Phillies could beat the Braves.
3: Not during the regular season.
2: But during the when it mattered.
3: Speaking of the Braves, Ryan wants to talk about him, so let's do it. What's up, dude?
10: Howdy, sir. Howdy. Yeah, I do want to talk a little reclamation project, Braves. Before I, before I get to that, and I, and I have to admit, Jeff, it's been a few years since I attended the game live because the daughters all grown up. Matter of fact, she's getting married in two weeks. Wow! But I know, right? That's tough stuff. Um, Where do you see the bill? <laughs> do you what?
2: Where do you see the bill? You'll really see oh. what a, how tough it is.
10: Brother, I done seen the bill I had to take out a second mortgage for that thing. What you talking about? I told him can't we just give y'all like a nice down payment on a house? he said all it is? But
1: Very true. Anyway.
2: My first wife, uh, but, my her her dad wanted to sit a low, He didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah,
10: I'd have been happy with that. We'll just have we'll throw y'all a little party when you get back.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: Anyway, so Pat keeps making fun of your kill, but do you still do the old for Spike? That was my favorite
3: Uh sometimes. Just gotta gotta be a good one now.
10: Right, right, cool. Well, hopefully they do good and you get to call some good ones. But uh, and then on the speaking of uh, game calls and whatnot, y'all. This was yesterday. You brought up that whole three for thirty nine switching out thing. Yep. And um, that I, I, it, it was so funny when it happened, and um, and I really got a chuckle when you told the fact that you were the one texting. John a lot because i know he kept saying oh shane i just got another oh we just got another name and shane was like oh crap who knew there was so many good 39s but (laughs) that whole thing was good and i you know made me think that um and pat you're missing out i mean i set up multiple tvs but i'm not listening to these clowns that you know when you're a six and six football team you get these noon starts on the u you get these clowns that are doing our games and i gotta hear the local broadcast but I, I think, uh, I, you know, obviously you're behind the scenes, Jeff. And, uh, but the thing like, they, the chemistry was really well. The fact that you're texting during games tells me that all, y'all are all getting along good. And, I mean, we, we all miss Mick and Lee. But I thought it went really well for them, man. I really enjoyed their broadcast. And Shane with his seeing things happening and going up oh, a little too soon, you know. And uh, I, I thought it was a really good year of broadcast.
3: It was, yeah. I mean, I think that was the neatest part. I mean, Sean came in and made it very comfortable. We all got along well. And obviously everybody else knew each other. And had worked together before, but no, we had a good time. He made it uh, made it great to do, and looking forward to many, many more of them.
2: Yeah, and I, yeah. believe me, I don't, I don't listen. I've never listened to Mick. I, uh, I just, I don't listen to radio broadcasts when I'm watching the game. I usually turn the sound off on everything. I don't want to hear anybody what they have to say. I just want to watch the game. Right. It's just me. Yeah. Um, it's a me problem. I've got a problem. I've got a, I've got a real problem. You're right. <laughs> Sorry.
10: Well, I, if I if we didn't have the local radio broadcast, I definitely would watch in silence because I can't listen to these yahoos to the, just about anything. Yeah, of they're them, terrible. But, yeah. But Jeff, to your point too, I thought I thought Sean did a really cool job of sounding like a lot of times like he'd been the Gator broadcaster for years. You know the way he you know we talk about history and rivalries, but also recognizing that fact when y'all would have your inter- pregame interviews and some of the stuff, he was like, "I'm excited for this," and you know on the the weekly shows like you get, he did a good job of blending to me of like not making it sound like i'm totally new at this you know um and being part of the gator program but then also you know having that humbleness and respect for you know some of it being his first time doing certain things so i just i, I look forward to many years of him and hopefully him and shane together yeah no doubt um and then on the games this weekend like to me pat y'all were just talking about who what are you going to watch and to me, there's very little intrigue. I mean, I think the best two games, as far as matchups, is obviously USC Utah, since Utah's already beat them once, and then that big the Big Twelve was very competitive all year. Kansas State could easily beat TCU, but oh, definitely. With Georgia, Michigan, they can both lose. They're still in. I don't think there's any. And even TCU might stay in. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, USC loses, and I think Ohio State obviously slips right in there, probably. I think if
2: TCU is named Alabama, they couldn't be knocked out. Yeah,
3: but if TCU loses, then I think Ohio State gets in there. Right, yeah. So, I don't
10: know. I just... I know we had some crazy upsets this year, but man Georgia, as much as it just pains me they're not they're not screwing around they're going to I bet they' beat lSU by three touchdowns mm-hmm. and just put it away early I yeah, you
2: know i look. I heard that uh in the locker room after the Georgia Tech game that Kirby Smart and this was a good good move on his part told all the players everybody who's won an SEC title raise your hand and there was nobody because they haven't won mm-hmm. one you know right. don't forget 2 years ago florida was in it last year they lose to alabama so they've got all these 4th and 5th year seniors who haven't won a championship so i right. think yeah i think they're going to boat race lsu i think yeah. the other th- the other problem is uh jane daniels that ankle i i don't i mean i don't know if it's going to be 100% i know i mean i know he's not going to be 100% i don't know if he's going to be 50 70 80 but he's got to be 100% for them to have a chance, and I, and I know he's not going to be that.
10: Yeah. Yeah, I just I really don't. It would take so many fluky plays, turnovers, returns, weird stuff. I think yep. uh, scooping scores for them They to happen, though.
2: Chance. College football, oh, man. Yeah. You can't. Look at Florida you can't.
10: Vanderbilt. But honestly, it, it also pains me to think, because I can't fathom the thought of Georgia winning another title like I'm probably going to – I'm never rooted so hard for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, but I don't know if they're about the only team left in this thing that has a chance to, to maybe hang with Georgia.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. I can't what I was talking about that, earlier though. today. It's it's yeah. hard to fathom, but, I mean, it, without Alabama in there, obviously playing a little bit better and get a healthy quarterback back, I just don't know there's anybody that could even come close to, to beating them.
2: Yeah, but no, no every, but people have come close to beating them. I mean, they just can't – They you can never finish the job with those guys because yeah. in the end they go, okay, let's go back to what we do best and just do that and win the game. We were going to try to do something else, but <laughs> we're just going to go back and yep. do what we do best and, and win the game.
10: Yeah, and I, I just think they have too much depth on, up front and just too good there for any other team in it. But uh, all we can do is hope because I can't – Uh, made me sick my stomach. Then went in two in a row. But anyway, so y'all were talking about some coach reclamation projects. And Jeff, what do you think? Um, about uh, you know, we've had uh, Josh Donaldson a couple years ago had a career low, and we bring him in, and he he goes for 30 and 94, and has a good overall season. We bring in Ozuna coming off of a a career low, and we know what he did. Even though character-wise, that's a whole different issue. But at the plate, we know what he did. Um. You know, in, in the Braves extending because he had a, a ridiculous season, and so now you got Bellinger floating out there. Um, what do you think about him? Because man, him, Harris, and Ozuna, when Ozuna's not loafing, there wouldn't be a better defensive outfield uh, anywhere. And I would, I, and he could also come in and play for Olson some if you needed to. But I'd be interested. I don't see why the Braves couldn't throw one year at him, 15 mil, and come in and see if he can't turn things around.
3: Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be sad at that. I mean, they, they just – what Marquez is coming back. So you got a little what? bit of uh, – I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: He's coming back?
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. So you got a little bit of uh, something there. But, no, I, I mean, I, I'd be fine with that. I just – you know, the interesting thing is going to be what happens with Dansby. There's so many – shortstops out there to to try to go get. I mean, Bogarts is out there and Correa. um, I mean, Trey Trey Turner Turner, would be fantastic in a Braves uniform. I'd love to see that. Yeah. But, um, no, I I mean, but they're close. They're right there, and they've signed all those young guys for forever. So one piece like that could certainly make a world of a difference. Yeah. I mean, he's only
10: 27. Mm -hmm. Like I said, and coming off a, who knows, one one good – just like I said, because I don't think he's going to sign – nobody's signing him to a big long-term contract now. He probably don't want one right now. He's probably hoping yep. somebody give me one good year, let me show what I can actually do, turn some things around. And uh, But I just uh, – I mean, like I said, because he's a plus defender too, so uh, I think that would be a killer outfield.
3: I'm right there with you, Brian. All
10: right, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. Okay. And we'll see how these things shake out Monday. Can't wait to talk about how the – what we're looking at for the
2: playoffs. It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, it will be. But I think we kind of know, but you yeah. never know. I mean, it's college football.
3: That it is. All right, we need a break, so we'll knock that out. We'll come back and uh, keep the calls coming. You're listening to The Tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98, one FM, 850 AM WRUF.
7: Good afternoon. I'm Sarah Zephyr. In Gators football news, running back Lorenzo Lingard has entered his name in the transfer portal, and wide receiver Justin Shorter has declared for the 2023 NFL Draft. Shorter will not play in the Gators bowl game. More in Gators football, suspended Gator quarterback Jalen Kidna is in the process of being released from jail on an $80,000 bond. Kidna was arrested on Wednesday, and part of his bond includes no internet access, as well as no unsupervised contacts with minors under the age of 18. In the NFL, the 6-5 Patriots host the 8-3 Buffalo Bills. Coverage begins at 7.30 right here. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
3: Star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
5: Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. 2022 has been a hell of a ride so far, but it's finally football season again and time to get the party started. While everything else seems to be in a constant state of change, at Leonardo's Millhopper, we're still serving pies, garlic knots, and salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Come on in with your family and friends to relive good times and create new memories at Gainesville's iconic pizza destination. Follow us on Instagram for the sexy food pics, and as always, don't forget the Tailgate 10. Hey, Jeff. Yo! Yo! I'm back, baby.
3: Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year. So you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her Gator tee and jeans. Or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because. Oaks Jewelry, making north-central Florida smile for more than 30 years.
0: Saturday on ESPN Radio. It's the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game. Undefeated TCU heads to Arlington, Texas, one win from the college football playoff. They'll face Kansas State, who is looking for their fourth-ever league title.
5: Wildcats, the Horn Frogs. Coverage begins Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 a.m. WRUF.
9: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
7: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: on the sleeping little town down around sanatone see you didn't think i could sing
3: china grove
2: a great song uh, i ordered that song up special very nice what's up
3: got a good beat all right beat of uh tony is now gonna talk what's up dude tony hey, up?
14: tony hey, hey man it's, well you might find a new profession dude. Yeah, I don't think
2: I don't think it's I don't think I'm going to make any money at it, but could try.
14: Right, but man, what the uh, that um, Saturday game? FSU fans resting the field. What 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 is that? Was they that bad in true poverty or what?
3: I don't know. To me, it was ridiculous. I was actually shocked. I never even thought that that was an option. And then I'm sitting no. there about the ten yard line and sitting there interviewing Napier and. All of a sudden people are coming all over and you know, they're pushing people away. It's almost and,
2: like it's a TikTok thing. Yeah, you know, it's like now it's it's, yeah. it's
3: become like in vogue, so
14: it's the thing. Oh, to let's
2: do it. Everybody's doing it. Let's do it. We don't even have to beat a good team. We yeah. we can beat a crappy yeah, team I, and rush the field.
14: Yeah, I feel like that's embarrassing, you know, you beat your biggest robber and you throwing the field on your biggest robber at six and six.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm
14: like, man, they must have been true poverty or something. Yep. But I, I, what I want to know is Well, I will um,
2: say this. Let me let me just pause for a second, okay? I will say this. It was a unique situation in that it was a Friday night game. And those people were loaded. We all know that. And they as Florida fans will be loaded for a Friday or a Saturday night game. But they were they were into the moment and uh and they didn't try to stop them and that's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you don't try to stop anybody they will storm the field for any win. You have to put in the procedures to stop them. If you do that, nobody will storm the field. It's, it's pretty yeah. simple.
14: Yeah, my in my lifetime, I, I've never seen Florida fans rush the field, so I guess our security is very good or what. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not I saw it 1982, in
2: 1982. They rushed uh, FSU's field.
14: Maybe that's what they were doing was time. getting back. <laughs> okay. Um, what, 41 years later? Maybe my mouth off but
2: uh, when, um, yeah, it's about right. 40 years later. Yeah.
14: That's crazy. <laughs> and well, they turned um, the
2: sprinklers on the Gator fans that were on the field because they didn't want to rush wow, in the field.
14: That's funny. Um, why? uh, what I want to know is why, why didn't we stick to the run coming out of the half? Because I looked at it before the game and I know coaches know way more than I ever could. But I looked at FSU rushing defense this year and ranked in a conference, they was like ranked seventh in rush defense. I figured, you know, I thought we would come out the second half like just pounding the ball because it seemed like they couldn't stop it.
2: Yeah, and they were like eighth or ninth or tenth somewhere in there in pass defense. Yeah, I've I've
3: thought about that, Tony, and I think the only reason that, that comes into my head, which is still not really a valid reason, because I agree with what you're saying is, like, I yeah. think he saw the importance of scoring there and going up two scores. They're like, man, yeah. I want to do this quick and I want to just, I want to get it. I want to put that ball in Richardson's hands and, and have it happen. And it just yeah. didn't. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because he's so good at scheming up run plays. I mean, they've been great at it all year and that's been the go-to when they really have needed it. But I, I honestly don't know. It's I I didn't ask him, and don't you think don't Jeff, have an explanation that
2: we have seen a little. And again, it's first year as this the coach at Florida, but a little sometimes yeah. too much urgency. Yeah, sometimes in, on his part, where they all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man, they got to they got to make something happen here." And, and he does try to do it. He throws deep, and you go well. That's not what I want. Yeah, but then know. at
3: times, obviously, yeah. no urgency like before halves and different things. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's that. weird. He's gonna, he's gonna look. I wrote a big thing. up on Gators Wire right now about all the things that need to change, and that's one of them. The game management's got to get better.
14: Yeah, that was that was a bit confusing. I just hate losing to our rivals, and I know, and I know lost all Nick. of them this year. I know, and I think <laughs> he's the first coach. Correct me if he I'm is. wrong, but I think he's the first coach since Charlie Pell, right? No, the first to coach to- ever
2: to lose to Florida State, Tennessee, and Georgia. Georgia. But don't forget, they didn't play Tennessee regularly.
14: Back in Pell days. Oh, okay. No. Well, they, know, um, well um, correct me if I'm wrong, Dula, but like Pell. Mr. And he, he, Mr. Dooley. Did he <laughs> – um, I think he was like the first coach since Pell to take over a Florida program where it was like just a complete mess and he had to rebuild a whole culture. I think I heard a story no, about that. you know
2: that's that's opinion um look the, you know the bottom line is some coaches inherited a great situation Urban Meyer did and was successful Steve Spurrier did he had to change the culture but he had the players Yeah uh, Ron Zook inherited a bad culture uh and 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 struggled with it and so did uh Will Muschamp, that culture was off the chains bad. Oh yeah, you know, the guys were entitled and everything. It. You know. Yeah, that's right. And again, uh, like uh, you know, McElwain inherited aisle, so, a team but, with no offensive but, linemen. You know, it, it's everybody's. Yeah, but, it, it, there's a reason why somebody got fired before you.
14: But Muschamp actually had the guys, though, defensively. That's why we was like a fumble away from playing in the national title yep. game. Yeah. he
2: did, but he he never got offense. So yeah. it was constantly a struggle for that part of it. But, no, you look at um, some of the uh, – and I think Billy said this a uh, week before the FSU game. He said, look, there's a reason why we there's a new coach here. It's not yeah. because – all this great talent was here. They didn't. They didn't no, he, line he all it. these great players he up. He knew say, it from day one. Come in here and coach them.
14: Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I don't understand with some fans, man. They're going crazy. And I'm like, just you know, just give them time. And I'm not comparing him to these coaches, but you look at guys like, uh, you know, Saban or Kirby their first year, or even um, Jimbo Fisher at Florida State his first year. I mean, you you know, if you was to judge them off their first year you would have said, hey, they're going to have bad tension, you know, 10 years. I just think he, you know, he got to get his guys in and I just think people need to be patient. I actually think we got the right coach.
2: Yeah,
3: and, and remember they almost ran Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan a couple years ago.
14: Yeah, I remember that.
2: Oh, he had to change his deal. Yeah. His contract.
3: So, and now he's been in the playoff for two two years in a row. So, yeah, I think the patience and uh, listen, he's the right guy and, and everything that he's doing is to get this program back to where it inevitably should be and it's uh at least not on the, the record on the field the first year was right, but everything else was right. And there's so much more behind the scenes that, that went well that I think it'll turn this program around.
14: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um what was Anthony Richardson completion percentage for the season? Fifty three percent. Yeah, a little over fifty three. Uh, okay. Do y'all think I'll give them the I'll give him the, the point two. Over, yeah.
2: Fifty three point okay.
14: four. Y'all think he's headed to the NFL? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, one more thing. I heard um, Zach. I heard you say that uh, if TCU loses, they out. I I actually think depending on the score, if they lose, I think they still in.
2: Well, it's going to be tough because um, I think there is again. I said this before. If they were if they were named Alabama and they wore numbers on their helmets, they would be in win or lose, but I think that they're going to be a lot of... Look, I think when you look at the wins and losses, I mean, obviously they have no losses, but the games they've won, the Big 12 was pretty good though this year, and they kept winning. They keep winning games. So I'm rooting for them. I hope they they win that game
14: against Kansas State. I'm actually rooting for chaos. I'm hoping, um, which I, I doubt if it happens, but It'd be crazy if the top four teams right now, if two or three of them lose, I wonder how that would turn out I, but I doubt if they pin Hawaii State and Michigan in the first round because they'll want that set up for a national if I agree with you
2: i w- I want chaos, but I only want chaos if we can have total chaos. I don't want like pick and choose
14: chaos
3: mm-hmm.
2: I want.
14: Total chaos.
3: Wreck it
2: all. Right. Like all no, four wait. of them lose. Lose
14: this all, man. I wonder how that season will go. That would be crazy. <laughs> be, yeah. fun. Be, you, would be fun. Thank you, Tony. be fun. All right. All right, I'm
2: appreciate go that. that. That's that's when you would sit there and go, I got to watch the, the selection show. Yeah,
3: be worth it. See the explanation. Which right
2: now you have probably nope. don't have any interest. No. In. Byron, what's up?
14: you
15: today, Pat? Good. Good, good. I'm calling in today, Jeff. It's all your fault because you're not going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. So you won't be sitting in the two chairs, so I have to call on a Thursday. That's all right. You know, well, I like you guys being there on Friday because that gives me an entire week to digest what's going on. And generally, if my brain is working, I can think of more things to talk about. <laughs> you know, it doesn't always work that way, uh-huh. but generally I, I can. You know, I think of something usually if I'm sitting in the public parking lot in my car. I'll come up with something.
2: You you got a real Publix problem. Oh, I do. I live there. I'm
15: almost there, man. I like Publix.
3: It's a good place.
15: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's a great place. We go there all the time, yeah.
15: Yeah, go there all the time. Listen, not so, as much
2: as you do, though. I can tell you that much.
15: I, I, you probably, well, that's what those caring do, not No, you
2: know, I think you know, go, go there down because down. you the people actually know who you are and they, they're nice to you.
15: Yeah, well, actually, that's right. They treat me with respect. That, that's what happens. But um, we're sitting here on uh, December first, and right now we at uh, you know almost five thirty. I guess we still don't know if the Gators which bowl we're going to, or if we're going to have even have a quarterback for the bowl game. Is that correct?
2: They will have a quarterback. They don't know when they will league. go to a bowl game. They will go to a bowl game. That's all we know. Yeah.
15: Yeah. Well, we don't know who the quarterback's gonna be yet, I guess, huh? Probably Jack Miller, maybe.
2: Uh, I don't even know. I mean, I, I, I that's something that obviously Billy will have to address, but assuming Anthony's not gonna be there and I don't think he will be, um, it could be Engle. They loved Engle during the member during the middle of the season. They get, again, we're only getting what the coaches were telling us at that point. Okay. Mm-hmm.
15: All right. Well you're gonna have to refresh to memory, I don't or call a quarterback named Engle. Kyle Engel, he's
2: a walk-on, uh, oh, God. but he he he's been here a couple years and good. I mean, look, whoever it is, they're going to be in trouble. <laughs> I mean, know whoever it is and whoever oh, they're playing that. and wherever they're playing, uh, you're going to be playing with a guy who has not taken a snap for this football team. That's not good. Uh, no, I
15: agree with you. I agree with he, you. He, um, I mean, he was yeah. a
3: really good high school player. Went to went to St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah, and, he did. Yeah. You know they're always a uh, perennial power. So I mean, not not the biggest guy. So I think he's like six one, but I mean he's good. He he, uh, he won state championship. So it's saying something.
2: And yeah, they yeah. talked him up um, during the, when that, that time when they there was talk about uh, even benching Anthony. You know they were talking him up. So oh really? So, yeah.
15: So then I give him a scholarship down the road possibly, give him a little scholar.
2: Yeah, well they yeah. they're gonna have a lot of people on scholarship this year.
15: Oh yeah, there's gonna be a there's a big turnover, that's for sure. in fact on Instagram that you mentioned that, uh just about the whole Instagram my account has been uh, transfer portal people. You know, so and so from Texas A&M is insert a transfer portal, you know, to portal, you know, that sort of thing. So
0: but uh
15: and I'm excited about Saturday. You know, we have got all these championship games going on, so you can bet. I'm going to be watching all day from probably twelve noon until whenever the SEC championship game is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm well. It's at four, so that would only be watching until seven. Oh. But um,
15: okay. oh, there's only no the game at night, then on Saturday night. I, I will say this: Friday
2: night is Utah USC. I'll watch that game. I'm I'm interested to see. I think USC is going to smoke them. I really do. Yeah, I, I agree. They're going to get back at them. Um, yeah, I'll watch the SEC game. I I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll uh-huh. see. We'll see what's going on in my life. It's about time yeah. that I kind of got back to a normal life and not spent 12 hours uh, every Saturday watching
15: oh, no. football. How sad. That's uh, really too bad.
1: No. Oh, well, listen, no. listen well, my I wife you may you think
2: that way as well. <laughs> Have a good weekend. All, All right, right, Byron, appreciate
3: about. it. Snag a uh, copper gator.
2: By Next. the way, that picture I showed you was uh, Layla Kiffin uh, I know,
9: G- gentlemen. I, I'm 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 asking a more philosophical question today. I hope you guys are having a good one. I know it's Jeff's Friday, but uh, you know, with the recent news of players and 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 getting in trouble, and and not, it's not just Florida. It's you know, you heard A and M with with their with their problems of of things that are happening. And it's every it's every college across the nation that's gotta have a an issue or a player or a thing like that that happens. It is, does it have as much impact in today's recruiting as it did, let's say, when Pat started being a journalist?
2: I don't think it has any influence. I never I never really thought it did. I mean, Urban had all these guys getting arrested and again a lot of it was little stuff. It was like Jermaine Cunningham throwing a uh, bag of potato chips at a guy. It wasn't Jimmy John's; it was whatever it was, then over there, and he got arrested for that. So, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't think I, there, there are going to be moms and dads who go, "Hey, I don't know if I want you going up there." Where, where that? But I mean, what are we talking about here?
3: What, yeah, and and obviously this latest one, you can't yeah, blame you can't Florida anything, whatsoever yeah. for what just happened so i i am mean, yeah, the same way
9: yeah and, and that's what i and that's what I'm trying to get to is that you know you just you hate that it has to be correlated with both and sure. and I just that that that's the hard part for me is that- for, as especially as an alumni for the school and, and and die hard and and still pay a lot of money to, in, in alumni fees and stuff like that, you know that's where you know you you wish that circumstances can be better for certain things, and I, you know you 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 hope that things work out, but at the same point, do you just have to pick up and move on as well? Like, like how do you, how do you address the team? How are are those things that are normalcy for coaches to deal with nowadays?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, this has been going on for years when coaches would tell you that 3am call was the worst call every year. You know, you'll get that 3am call and it'd be a, Hey, uh, coach, can you come down here to the station? We have, we have one of your players in custody. You hated that; it, it's right. happened. But that look, we all worry about that. All of us who are parents worry about that, whether our yeah. kids even did anything wrong or not. Um, whether or not
9: athletes, athlete, regardless, just in yeah. General.
2: I mean, it, it, believe me, I, I can tell you a million stories about that. But the bottom line is, I mean, this was a one, uh, isolated incident. Um, For the most part, I've been pretty happy with everything that's happened off the field. You know, when we go, I mean, think about this. We've gone from the Anthony Richardson going 100 miles an hour to this latest incident without anything in between, really, of significance. Am I right about that? Yeah. And so that tells me something is going on good there. And this was a one-time deal, not to worry
9: about it. and you and is from a from a football standpoint. I don't want to talk social side and all that crap. Uh, from a strictly football standpoint, because this is a sports show and things like that, is was it harder to replace the Will Will Greer thing in the middle of a season than now? Because this is the season's ended, and now we're going in. Would we say this is the start of twenty four, or are we or twenty three, or are we starting? We still got the bowl game and and things like that, or is this still a tryout for 23 of players that want to stay around?
2: I don't even think it's, I don't even think it's either one. I think it's just like a, a game floating in the ethernet, you know, like it's not the end of 22, (laughs) it's not the beginning of 23. It's just, yeah, I I
3: think everybody's made up their mind whether or not they're going to stay or go. And this is, I mean, so I guess if it had to be one of the two, you're leaning more towards 23 and. That's the way it's going to be and that's because the that's guys going that are to be practice, more semblance yeah, of the roster yeah. and and what's what's going to stick around. But, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. It's just in the middle of it all, you're just going to go out and play another game. It's going to be nice for Napier to try to continue to get these guys better. But, yeah, again, if it's Jack Miller or Kyle Angle, whoever the quarterback might be, if Richardson doesn't play, well, if they're going to get a transfer in here, that may not be the quarterback anyway. So what do you – like th- this practice isn't to necessarily – insert a game plan and find right, out different right. things. This is more about more technique and yeah. what did we do That's wrong exactly throughout the entire is, year? Yeah. What are some of the calls that we missed defensively that we need to be better on that kind of stuff.
10: Now,
9: now is, and I know you got to get a break. I'm, I'm carrying on along real quick, but is our other programs, like for instance, if this was Alabama last year, you knew Bryce Young was coming back. Are you trying new things during this period when you know, you have set quarterbacks? For us, it just seems like it's been a it's been a carousel of yeah. trying to figure out who's going to be there. Versus when you have like Vandy had that quarterback back to back years, like you know LSU is going to have the same quarterback next year. You know there's going to be players that are coming back. Does these is this beneficial to them more so than us, where well, we're just in limbo? And I'll take off there and go Gators.
3: All right, thank you.
2: Well, the thing is, when you're at Alabama, for example, whether Bryce Young came back or not you knew that there would be great players around them. And that's what you don't know at Florida yet. You've got to go, still go out and get those great players. So whoever the quarterback is next year, whether if they bring in a, a guy, which I think they will. In fact, I pretty much know they will from the transfer portal and maybe two guys from the transfer portal, it's still going to be how they are able to take advantage of that player by the guys they bring around him. Because in the end – you got to have a lot of good players. I mean, you got to have a quarterback, right? You cannot win without a good quarterback mm-hmm. these days. But it's not enough just to have a good quarterback. You've got to have, got to have a lot of good players around them. And think about it. Florida was like in the top, what, 15 or 20 in total offense this year? They ended up like, I think, fourth or fifth in rushing. I mean, it wasn't like they don't have good players. They just got to get a guy that can – be a little more co- cohesive with the with that offensive line and those tailbacks
16: they have.
3: Alright, Jack joins us next. Hey Jack, what's up?
16: Yeah, we need a quarterback that can hit like a swing pass or something like that and not throw it to the ground or, or the uh, sixth row of the end zone. So, uh, so guys, uh, you, I, I heard you got tomorrow off. Uh, I will not be watching anything this weekend. For me, the season's over. Uh, I'll shut the door on this. I do think that, uh, Pat, on, I think December 5th, I think all hell's going to break loose.
2: Okay.
1: Agreed.
16: I mean, I, I just think that you're going to see players show up at other places. I think it's going to be a free-for-all come Monday.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be just Monday, though. I think it's going to be a, like, couple, oh, yeah. a couple of weeks of
16: yeah. craziness. and mean, we're going
2: Every day we're going to come in here and go, Oh, my God, can you believe what happened today? Florida got yeah. this guy, and Florida lost this guy, and yeah. Alabama yeah. got... Got uh, Deion Sanders to come out of retirement and play for him. So I, I think it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild December.
16: So have we Have we found – I mean, I keep hearing Birmingham ball. I keep hearing Las Vegas ball. Do we know what ball we're locked into? Because I was in Birmingham today, and, boy, what a pathetic-looking stadium. To, uh, <laughs> it's Birmingham the worst. Ball. It's, it's the worst. Oh, gosh. I've already sure.
2: told Jeff, and Jeff and I have discussed this, whether he's just not going to go or not. <laughs> because it, it's, <laughs> I went, we obviously Jeff was there too, and what was that, 2012? 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah. It
3: 14,
2: was literally the worst was, bowl experience ever. That
3: was ever. The, uh, the Poopy Pants game. It was, too. Adam Lane,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the worst bowl experience I've ever been to in my life. And I've been to a bunch uh, I, of bowls. All
16: right, Pat, now, 1988, did you make it up for the All American Bowl in Birmingham?
2: I did not. And uh okay, I was there. Yeah, but the the stadium was way better in 88 than it was yeah. in 2014. That stadium, they had already um declared the uh the upper, upper decks, deck. yeah, had had, had uh, declared them unusable. So it was just bad. And the 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 parking lot was full of potholes and it was just it was like and they didn't do anything, you know, in terms of interviews or anything. It was just
16: awful. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty bad ball. But, you know, when you win six games, uh, that's what happens to you.
2: But we also, I will say this. They did they did treat the players pretty well, and they, they seemed to enjoy it. And Florida played its
16: ass off that day.
2: That was they, a good East yeah, Carolina they, they team. They sure did. Yeah. He,
16: and, you know, that um, – and I'm telling you, I, I forget his name, the kid that played defensive end that was the first-round draft pick. Oh, Dante um, Fowler.
2: Yeah, he played his
16: yeah, Dante tail Fowler off played, that he, game. Yeah, that, came, was, came, that was amazing. came back. He came back for his uh, came back for that game, and I mean, he tore it up. I mean, oh. he didn't have to play in that game either.
2: I never forget him at the press conference after the game, and he said, "I don't ever want to take this uniform off." Now, I mean, I'm going to yeah. have to take it off, but I don't want to take it off. Yeah, that that locker yeah, it room meant something to him. The
3: locker room afterwards was one of the coolest yeah. things to, to be a part of, even though you know it meant nothing. But to, yeah, they, to DJ see what
16: Dirk he did. a lot of credit. For yeah, that. no yeah. doubt. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Well, hey, uh, yeah. Again, I'm. Um, I, I just, all the bulldogs are in town and it's just, I'm about to throw up, I just <laughs> I, I, you know, I just, I, I, I'm not over the loss. Dude, the you week. need to you know,
2: move out of town I until am, Monday yeah, because this,
16: this, this, lo- this loss, this loss, but this past week's loss, just as I can't stomach it. You know, I, I didn't call cause I just, I go into like, I go into like the dungeon. I go into the back cave. I just want to go somewhere. And be left alone and like going, holy crap, we could have won that game. Just like it, just you know, Florida State, Vandy, Kentucky, that, those are just games that just make you want to be a uh, pokey pants game. You know what I mean? Just like it, just <laughs> a team could have easily gone crazy.
1: ten
2: and one. It really could have, yep. when you think about it. Yeah, there's no yep. game and, where I mean the Georgia game. Look, Georgia let them back into the game, but in the end, Georgia, Georgia's this is what Georgia does, and they get it done in the end. But every other game, they could have won the game.
16: Well, I'm just, I, you know, I really, I really, I have faith in Billy. Uh, I believe that, you know, we're going to hit the portal heavy. We've got to. I mean, like you said, you know, we, we've got to get. We're going to have a really good recruiting class this year for Florida, and a couple back to back. But you know, you we we can't roll out three freshman starters at defensive tackle. We're going to be the same defense last year. So yep. you've got to bring in some help mm-hmm. everywhere around the defense. I mean everywhere. I mean linebacker. Uh, linebacker, uh, defensive line, secondary, you know, some safeties. So I mean, again, uh, and I know he will. I've, I've got a feeling this guy's got a plan. I like his detail. And you know, people ask me, well, what about the offense? And I just tell them every time, guys, there were people open, we just didn't throw it to.
3: Agreed. He he schemed like, it up guys, pretty good. There's no doubt.
16: He did. All right, guys, go Gators. Thank
3: you, Jack.
2: And yeah. And when you look at the stats, their numbers are actually Still really pretty good. darn good. Yeah.
3: All right, we need one final break, so we'll knock that out, come back, and uh, wrap up our week here on the tailgate.
9: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
3: In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident.
8: Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients.
3: Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators.
8: Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com.
3: Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care.
0: Court Center, here's what's trending, now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
7: Good afternoon, I'm Sarah Zephyr. In Gators football news, running back Lorenzo Lingard has entered his name in the transfer portal, and wide receiver Justin Shorter has declared for the 2023 NFL Draft. Shorter will not play in the Gators bowl game. More in Gators football, suspended Gator quarterback Jalen Kidna is in the process of being released from jail on an $80,000 bond. Kidna was arrested on Wednesday, and part of his bond includes no internet access, as well as no unsupervised contacts with minors under the age of 18. In the NFL, the 6-5 Patriots host the 8-3 Buffalo Bills. Coverage begins at 7:30 right here. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Maori of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have
8: to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry.
7: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her.
8: How about Dr. Art?
15: Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because
12: it is the best.
5: This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
6: This holiday season, it's more important than ever to make sure you make your money go farther. And while interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at International Diamond Center, we're lowering rates all the way down to 0%. That's right. Now through December 12th, International Diamond Center is offering 0% financing for five years. This is in addition to IDC's amazing unbeatable value prices, so you can make their Christmas dreams come true. How about an $8,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $133 a month? Or check out a special collection of affordable and timeless classics like diamond studs, gold fashion and diamond fashion jewelry, with instant savings of 20% and some hand-picked specials even marked down to 4 full- Forty percent. Don't let anything keep you from getting that headliner gift this year. International Diamond Center has the price relief and the interest rate relief you deserve. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit.
0: Monday night football, Thursday night football, and Sunday night football. The NFL in prime time lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on the
3: Alright, we're wrapping up another edition of the Tailgate. Titan MRI Hotline has been hot as usual. Appreciate all the uh, phone calls and people wanting to chat about the uh, the many things that are going on. But yeah, when it's all said and done, it's next week where well, we'll find out how new and different and much change this football program will have with players and people. And you hope that uh... well, I mean, you don't hope. I think. I mean, for me, I know that they're going to do a really good job of evaluating the players that are out there in the portal and making the right decisions to get the right guys in here because look at who he brought with them. I know he knew a couple of them from Louisiana. But but he knew what they could do. Yes. And, and he knew how to – And he made sure he that, they could make hey, come next, along with me.
2: Because there were guys who wanted to come yeah. is, that he did not want to come. Correct.
3: So. And he made the right decision on Ricky Pearsall as well. Yep. So Although a lot he, of the,
2: – They wanted an Addison, but of course –
17: you know, Southern Cal going to get him.
3: Of course. Let's get John before we uh, get on out of here. Hey, John, what's up?
17: Hey, guys, I'll make this real quick because I know you're coming into your show, but uh, you're talking about uh, the bowl in Birmingham. I was there in 92 and 93 and staying in, um, in the upper, upper deck in 92. I think that was the coldest game I've ever been to, aside to the 73 Tangerine Bowl here in, in Gainesville. And then uh, 93. It wasn't exactly cold, but it rained all day. You know, going into that game, so those those were two pretty poor, pretty miserable times. I mean, other than winning the game in '93, but uh, yeah, that that ball was miserable back in those days. So imagine what it looked like. And let me
2: tell you what was, that place in '93 was a palace compared to what it was in 2014.
3: 14. Uh, and that was a nasty day too in 14. It was, it was yeah chilly and all All the, all the, the potholes
17: that were full of water, yeah <laughs> the only good thing i, I mean in ninety two we we actually got to i've i've unfortunately we came up early at nine nine a m in the morning still cold, but we pulled- pulled up into that pothole looking parking lot next to the stadium we got in their way before they started selling parking tickets so we parking uh passes so we got in there free a baby. And mean there was a little there was a little chicken ranch chicken ch- uh store right there kind of like a church. But that was the best fried chicken i ever had man that was pretty awesome but uh <laughs> switch, switch well you had to get it way. off
2: campus that's there's no doubt about it
17: right um is, is ricky pearsall coming back next year or is he a senior he's
3: uh, he has the ability to come back
2: he can if he wants to yeah. Right, I,
17: I. What do you think about that? He's game? coming
3: back. You think so? Yeah.
17: And what about Henderson? Is he senior?
3: No, he can he's, come back. he's probably gone. T.J. E. Henderson or Xavier Henderson. It's
17: Xavier Henderson, another wide receiver.
3: No, he, he'll be back. Where would he go? Yeah.
17: Well, I mean, he, he shows promise. I no, mean, he, why is short He's enough. You know? Yeah, but
2: he, you know what he can show is the ability to play at the next level, and he hadn't shown that. Yeah. So right. that's what he needs to come back and try he, to do. He's it. a
3: track star, but he hasn't necessarily yeah. shown that on the
1: football shown field. Shown that
17: speed, you know, yeah. to get elusive. Um, you know, I'm, I'm agreeing with a lot of people. We need to hit the portal. But uh, we, haven't had, uh, we haven't had stable quarterback place since Tebow. I mean, you can put – Trask into that mix, but he was only here and played for a year and, and change. You know, he could say Felipe, but he was hit or miss. No, I mean, I wouldn't would say him.
2: I would never say well, I mean, Felipe was out long loud. In fact, I threw up months. on my mouth a little bit when you said Yeah, that. I mean, Will, Will Greer was the,
3: the opportunity.
2: Will Greer was, like, was good, eight. but Will Greer was, I mean, we didn't know what Will Will Greer would become because don't forget, every time he went on the road, he wasn't very good. Yeah. He was bad at Kentucky. He was bad at Missouri. They. Pulled out both those games, but um, I, I I always wonder what they would have, how it would have been different if he had not gotten popped for the uh, illegal substance.
17: Yeah, the over over the counter stuff, which is I think it was still today was a joke. The, I mean, the girl turned you know, him in. Yeah, but
3: you never uh,
2: trust uh, women. I can tell you that. Yeah, right. <laughs>
17: But I mean, it's like where where do we? I mean, if we hit the portal, I mean, it's like again, we're we're not doing it. I mean, through the spur years, we were you know lucky enough. You know, you always had overlap. Danny, you know, um, uh, Doug Johnson to Jesse Palmer to Rex Grossman. You always had overlap going on. We don't have that, and it just seems like next year it just seems like we're starting over. I mean, even if we get Yeah, a but pilot, it,
2: it was a, John. It was a different world then. I, mean, I know. You know, well, we're to Florida, out Florida had they Rex Bruceman and Brock Berlin on the on their roster, yeah. and they were they were trying to figure out which one they were going to. Yeah, and
3: look at Florida State, all that success they had. Remember, yeah. guys just sat there and sat there, and then they played like sat their there, senior right. year.
17: They were
2: like of uh, juniors yeah. usually, as well. Yeah. and then they would they finally and they, play. You know,
17: they, they leave, they leave because they want to play yeah. with me. Nope. I understand that, but you know, that, Bobby
2: Bowden could not have had his great success
17: without that. In this yeah. in this without world we live in now. That's the point I'm making. I mean, Alabama's showing overlap, you know? I mean, we got, you know, Jalen Hurd. Who's Tua. playing
2: quarterback next year for him?
17: Well, they're going to find somebody. They yeah, are, you're right. got a five-star sitting there. I know, but I'm just saying. That's... But, no,
3: John, I, I think with this one, though, remember, Napier didn't bring in his own guy. He's got that now in Rashada, right? but he's not going to play as a freshman. So have him learn one more year, get a guy with a lot of experience that can actually complete passes. And right. I, I think that's what Napier wants. I mean, he wants a guy that can complete seventy percent of the passes, go along with that run game. Because again, as we've mentioned many times and we've seen it, he schemes up stuff. Good. There's a lot of guys running open. You just didn't have oh, somebody right. find them. So if you can bring in a veteran to go do it for a year, scheme up the run game. Yeah, you can that. you can make it a pretty different offense and transform it into even something better.
17: So, I agree with you guys. Hey, uh, great show, guys, and I'll holler at you later. Thank All you.
3: Right, thank you.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm, you know, the defense got a lot of criticism, but the offense got almost as much as the defense, and that's not fair. The defense was the problem this year. Yeah. The defense was bad. The special teams were non, non-factor. non yeah, the,
3: the only game, really, the offense, like you just re- regret and what happened was the Vandy game. Yeah.
2: And, again, I, I – that is a game that if they could and erase that. Kentucky but even, too, even but. the Kentucky loss, as bad as it was, Richardson was bad. It was the second game of the year. Okay. But the Vandy game, had there was no there was explanation for it. it. Yeah, they yeah. had just
3: won two in a row. Progress yeah. was happening. And
2: and just totally pooped to bed, didn't want to play, didn't show up. And that's on everybody. It's on the coaches, on the players. But if they win that game, they go 7-5, to five and you're like, okay. You're, we're going the right direction. But that game kind of took a lot of the momentum away. I don't think it'll be a long-term effect, but it's a short-term effect on, on this program in terms of the fan base. And in terms of a lot of people that look at Florida and they go, how do, how do you lose to Vanderbilt? I mean, and then you see the next week, they play Tennessee, a good team. What we happened? Shut up. 56 nothing. Yeah. Because you know what? Their, their punt return, who was their third-string punt return, didn't drop the ball. Mm-hmm you know they didn't do the the dumb things that the, the Tennessee didn't do the dumb things and give them a chance to even think about the game although I will say this I think I think Florida got I never said this ever in my life got Vandy at a bad time they had a little confidence going they were feeling it after they beat Florida they were like I I think they kind of they went yeah well we're really not that good yeah you know, we got lucky they were hoping, and again, they show up for the Tennessee game. It's porn. Now they're like, I don't know if I want to play. That's what it looked like to me.
3: Well, we're glad you played with us at some point today. That's appreciate what she said. Jose for uh, producing. Can uh, no show tomorrow. Be over uh, doing volleyball. Come support Mary Wise yeah. and the other uh, ladies. They'll play at 7 o'clock tomorrow, and then if they win that one, which they will win that one, play on uh, Saturday. To advance to the Sweet 16, so fun weekend. What uh, time is a at Saturday? Least Saturday a Seven o'clock. Okay, so do it. All right, for Dooley, I'm Dozo. See Peace you. out.
0: W R U F Gainesville, two Five one C G Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN ninety eight